Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Well, the ratings are about to perk up anyway because we're going to be talking about maybe the future quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. I'm talking about Will Levis and to talk more about him we have my man John Hale from the Lexington Herald Leader who saw this guy every day for the last couple of years. John, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you guys? We are doing great, man. We want to talk about that quarterback for the Kentucky Wildcats. One Will Levis came to the combine, told everybody how big the arm was, <laughs> then went out and showed it off on top of some other athleticism that he had. What's your take on where his – draft stock stands at this moment and his combine performance did he do everything he needed to do to this point yeah i thought it was interesting when we talked to him last week in that interview session when he came out and said you know i've, I've got a kid and i want to show it when he got asked why are you throwing here when not every top quarterback in the draft does that he was frankly cockier and more confident in that interview session than we saw really in two years at kentucky he very much played the part here of like the team leader who's team first, going to do everything for his teammates, especially when he first got here, even though it was clear they brought him in to be the starter. He wanted to earn that role and earn that respect in the locker room. Does he hear him be that confident, you know, I think kind of turn some of our heads locally in Lexington here, but then you take a step back and think about it. it that's Will's message right now. If there's a, a case for him to be the top quarterback taken in the draft, and I don't know how likely that is, it's because he has all those physical tools. I mean, he's trying to make the Josh Allen argument. You know, I know Anthony Richardson's in the same boat, kind of, but, you know, look past my college stats, look past some of the struggles that happened because of the supporting cast or whatever, and see that I'm physically maybe the most impressive-looking quarterback in, in the draft. I have the strongest arm. I can make all the throws. I can make plays with my legs when I'm healthy. And so I think he went to the combine very clearly wanting to get that message across both in his interview and then and you know his team meetings and then obviously in his workout on the field. And I think he did that. So the thing about Will Levis, just from my vantage point when I watched him, yes, the physical tools were there, but just sometimes the head-scratching throws that make you worry about him as a pro when the pressure's on, is he going to consistently make the right decisions or sometimes will he just go rogue and just do things that just make you wonder what's going on uh, inside of his head? And so uh, what do you think about that narrative about Will Levis? Was it more on his game and just sometimes he doesn't, uh, process things as they should be, or was it more of a reflection of the 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 cast and maybe the coaches? I think it's a realistic concern, but there's probably a, a number of things there. I mean, when he got to Kentucky two years ago, he left Penn State because they that coaching staff had kind of pigeonholed him as, as a run-first backup quarterback. He, he didn't feel like he was going to get the option. So he went in the portal, and he wanted to find a school that believed in his ability as a passer. And he found that in Liam Cohen, who was the Kentucky offensive coordinator at the time, was the Rams OC last year, and now is back at Kentucky. And so in that 2021 season when Cohen and Levis were together, the development he made were leaps and bounds. I mean, he had Wondell Robinson that season, now with the Giants, as his number one option. He didn't really have any depth at receiver, but Wondell was an elite college receiver, and, and he ended up breaking the school record for catches and receiving yards that year with, with Levis, a quarterback that won 10 games. It's a great season overall. Uh, it was really impressive. And then I think 
some of the disconnect with his college performance now becomes he made that big step from Penn State to year one at Kentucky. Everyone was expecting this huge leap, another one from year one to year two at Kentucky, his second year as the starter. And, you know, there were improvements. I think his passing numbers overall were a little better, but we did not see the big jump we anticipated. And I think part of that is the supporting cast. The offensive line was terrible. They were ranked like 128 out of 131 teams in the country and sacks allowed last year. They had a deeper receiving room, but they were all freshmen, basically, and so those guys made freshman mistakes. They were not necessarily always getting open the way they should be. They were um, they were having some other issues at times. And then the, the part that Will himself has to take accountability of, and I think he has, is because he has that you know, elite arm strength, he's got to figure out when to use his touch on those throws a little more. There were, of his you know 20-plus interceptions, at least five or six bounced off the hands of a receiver into a defensive back. So he's got to figure out when to take a little bit off and, and know that situationally, you know, it's it's not always best to go out there and throw it 59 miles an hour or whatever he got clocked at at the combine last week. I think he can do that. I think it's important to remember that he really only has two years as a full-time college quarterback starter. So if you're drafting Will Levis in the top 10, you think there's room for more projection to continue to make those strides. I think that's definitely within the realm of possibility. John Hale joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, a part of the Lexington Herald leader. We're talking about a potential QB for Carolina in Will Levis playing at Kentucky the last couple of seasons. John, when you look at Will Levis, I know you talked about some of the outside influences as far as the supporting cast, the offensive line, but if you just dig into his tape where you're watching what he can be in control of, how big of a difference is there in film in your eyes between Will Levis's junior campaign and his senior campaign? That's a, a hard question to answer because you know we were the, the pitch they made after Cohen left Kentucky to go back to the Rams and they brought in Rich Scangarella who was the quarterback's coach of the 49ers at the time has worked for Kyle Shanahan at several different stops was that the offense was really not going to miss a beat because it was that same system from the you know, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan coaching tree but there ended up being some, I think, real differences in, in just the philosophies of the two coordinators. Um, Cohen was much more willing to, I think, adapt his scheme to what the personnel was here, whereas Gangarello, you know, for better or worse, uh, thought that his, you know, he, the players needed to adapt to the system, and it, it frankly didn't work at times um, in the run game and the blocking and a lot of different things. And then you factor in the you know, four games into the season, I guess game five at Ole Miss last year, Will Hurts' foot gets turf toe to play through that for the entire season. He misses one game, comes back, and hurts his non-throwing shoulder, and then is getting a shot in his foot or whatever every week. So um, the run game part of it, that's that's probably the biggest difference in the film from the two years is this junior year at Kentucky, he ran a lot. He had over 400 rushing yards. It was a huge part of uh, his game, even games where he wasn't making a bunch of plays with his arms. You know, Louisville at the end of the, the 21 season stands out. He had four rushing touchdowns in that game. He could run over guys. He could hurdle guys. He could make, you know, guys miss with his legs. And that just didn't happen last year. Philosophically, they decided early in the year they didn't want to run him very much. I think part of that was to protect him as a as a draft prospect. They didn't want to get him hurt. But Scangarello just didn't, didn't feel like that was part of his offense. And then after he got the turf toe injury – any opportunity to run really went away. And so I think with that part of his game out, it felt like it wasn't necessarily as impressive as it was the year before. He hadn't made those big strides, even though if you look at the statistically, his efficiency and, and you know some of those numbers actually improved. 
Well, just what about the athleticism with Will Levis is so enticing? Because you look at Anthony Richardson. He broke some records at the Combine. Certainly nobody is Anthony Richardson, but still pretty much top five in a lot of the athletic categories when you were measuring all the quarterbacks. How impressive is he in that area to you? Yeah, it's it's a big part of his game. And I think that he also last week tried to make sure that that was clear. I mean, he's he's a guy – I mean, he, he is truly – you know, the face of your franchise kind of quarterback in terms of what he presents himself publicly. So he's never going to come out and throw a coach under the bus or throw his teammates under the bus. But I thought reading between the lines, he wanted to make it clear last year that he necessarily, or last week, that he didn't necessarily agree with the idea that he shouldn't have run as little as he did last year. He wants people to know that's part of his game. And, and you know, like we said earlier, the Penn State coaches thought he was a run-first quarterback who couldn't make plays with his arm. And so that, you know, obviously was an error in their calculation, but because he has that ability to do it and he can I think that will translate to the next level when he's healthy I'm interested to see if at his pro day here in a couple of weeks if he's healthy enough that he's gonna run a 40 or whatever and maybe he doesn't need to do that but that's part of his game for sure it, it the, you mentioned Richardson it's funny for us locally hearing this conversation because you know Anthony Richardson's worst game last year came against Kentucky they really made him look really bad in week two uh, when, when Kentucky won in Gainesville and that day was maybe Will's best game of the season he made one of his most impressive throws on, on the deep touchdown to, to Dane Key over the middle there so head-to-head it, it didn't even look like they were in the same same category but obviously one game is not necessarily going to make your NFL prospects but I think he might not be Richardson in terms of the elite elite athleticism but he can make those plays the next level John Hale, you can follow him on Twitter at John, J-O-N-H-A-L-E underscore H-L. And so he was a two-time team captain voted on by his teammates. Just speak to some of those aspects. You talked about his leadership and how he is with his teammates, but just what did he mean to that locker room? Yeah, it was important. Um, so we he committed to Kentucky – winner of twenty the twenty 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 to twenty twenty one and then finished his degree at Penn State. So he was not on campus for spring practice in twenty twenty one when Liam Cohen was in, installing his offense for the first time. They had two other quarterbacks here who had both been pretty highly tied recruits and so they wanted to make sure that it it was clear that it was a competition, even though Cohen kinda of obviously picked Will Levis as his guy. And so when he came into Lexington he made a huge point to not act like he was anointed, that he was going to, you know, he was the heir apparent, that it was going to be handed to him. He, he started, you know, third string in that first week of camp. And, you know, it only took two weeks of camp for it to be clear he was the guy. And, and they made a decision then, but he wanted to earn it in the locker room. I think that made a, a big difference to his teammates. I wrote a story last year talking to those guys about just their first impressions. And they all said physically, you know, I thought he was a tight end. I thought he was a defense or an outside linebacker or something when you just see him physically. But the personality part of it was huge. I mean, he gets so much attention when he first got here for the crazy TikTok videos or whatever with the eating the banana and the, the mayo <laughs> and his coffee or whatnot. Um, that was, was, I think, got some headlines, but he pretty clearly wanted people to know that that, that was just for fun. That wasn't him. He was serious. He was about his business. And now even more so that he's in this draft conversation. I think he's trying to separate himself a little bit from those early headlines he was made. But it shows he has personality. But I don't think you could find a single player in Kentucky's locker room who didn't feel like he was there every day. And then last year, for all the struggles, for as much as he was going through physically, I don't think anybody would have blamed him if you know a month left in the season he had just said, i got to hang this up. You know, I've got too much on the line 
for my draft stock. I need to, to sit down and let this foot heal up and, and not play. And he didn't do that. He opted out of their bowl game. Um, nobody blamed him for that. It was the Music City Bowl. But he could have hung it up much earlier. And the fact that he was willing to play through that, I think gained him a lot of respect in the locker room. And then, John, based off of what you said there, some of the antics, what are some things uh, or something that we don't know about him soon that uh, everybody will come to know that that just speak to his character or who he is? Yeah, I mean, he seems he's kind of guarded in in his public persona. He feels, you know, very much he knows the role he's supposed to play, like we talked about earlier. He wants to be the face of the franchise. He can do all those things. But those videos, for as you know, as much as maybe he doesn't want to do, he's not going to be eating crazy things anymore. They do show he has quite a bit of personality. I think he's willing uh, to go out and do that with his teammates. He was, you know, it's not uncommon in the age of name, image, and likeness for quarterbacks to bring along their offensive linemen and, and do some of those deals. He did that last year where he had a deal with a local restaurant. He took his linemen out to eat every week, even even though they weren't doing a great job of protecting him. So, I mean, he he's going to do all those things off the field. Uh, he'll be involved in the community and uh, you know doing you know charitable work, those kind of things, to where he he wants to be the total package. He doesn't want to just be a guy who shows up on Sundays and plays. He, he'll want to be involved wherever he is. Uh, John, as a journalist of the utmost integrity, can you confirm or deny whether you've had mayo in your coffee and/or a banana while you ate that with the peel still on it? Did you try any Ooh. of those things? No, definitely not. Uh, I know some of the SEC Network crews did those on TV when when he got here, but I was not willing to go that extra one for my job. All right. I feel like I need that question answered. Just how good is it? Because I'm not going to try it either. So before we draft him at number nine or earlier, I'm going to need that answer before we take a chance on him. I don't know about you, Wes. Man, I don't think I would try any of that stuff. Maybe the banana with the peel on it. I might. I might. Still only you. I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, listen, John, we appreciate it. You can follow him at John, J-O-N-H-A-L-E underscore H-L on Twitter. We love all the info about Will Levis. We'll see how draft day shakes out. But, man, we appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys.